Buenos dias from BA. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 24th of November 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Spain. The Yes is Yes law continues to receive backlash this week. Irene Montero, the Minister of Equality, reiterates that judges must be properly trained to implement the law correctly and that machismo may make some judges apply the law incorrectly, a comment which hasn't gone down well in the legal profession. The backlash has also come from reviewed sentences from previous convicted sexual assault and abuse crimes, where convicted people have either had their sentences reducted or taken away. However, these can be appealed in the Supreme Court of Law. For now, the debate is back and forth, as the Supreme Court is expected to look into the sentences in a few weeks. However, they have said that the law causes different interpretations and that it is likely that some cases will reach the Constitutional Court via appeals. The government has decided to leave the yes is yes law as it is now and is waiting for the courts to establish their position on these types of cases. Speaking of the government, the central government and the banks have agreed on measures to protect the most vulnerable households from rising mortgage prices this week, which have caused sharp interest rates since August. According to the Ministry of Economic Affairs and Digital Transformation, the aim is financial stability for those most in need. Due to the sharp rise in interest rates implemented by the European Central Bank, a solution has been needed to help support the lowest-income households across Spain. The government's new agreement includes reforming the 2012 Code of Good Mortgage Practices, with the aim to expand and make the code more flexible. In addition, essential measures have been updated, such as eliminating some expenses and commissions linked to mortgages. This particular cut will take place at some point in 2023. On the topic of inflation, food prices are increasing, and many food banks dotted around the country are struggling to keep up with rising demand. Food banks were set up to give relief to people after the pandemic shutdowns. According to Luis Miguel Ruperes, the Spanish Federation of Food Banks spokesperson, they are now seeing a decrease in donations. The Federation has collected around 120,000 tons of food since January 2022. However, the previous year, they collected around 130,000 tons of food. Food banks help around 180,000 households in Madrid and around 1.3 million in Spain. Still, according to a study published by the University of Barcelona this year, there is a lack of resources and food insecurity concerns for around one in seven households. Moving on, President Pedro Sánchez sent a message to Vladimir Putin on Monday the 21st in Madrid at the NATO Parliamentary Assembly of the Atlantic Alliance. Sánchez warned Putin to leave Ukraine alone. He also explained that if he doesn't adhere to this message, allied countries will remain on the Ukrainian government's side in defense of democracy, sovereignty, and territorial integrity. The war in Ukraine marks the 78th annual session of the NATO Parliamentary Assembly. Despite not being part of NATO, the president of Ukraine closed the meeting on Monday the 21st via video conference. Next up, exciting evolutions in agriculture have been announced this week as Spain embarks on a pilot project to implement agrovoltaic energy in partnership with a Basque-based startup, Powerful Tree, and energy giant, Repsol. Agrovoltaics is the joint development of solar photovoltaic technology and agriculture, 
aiming to protect and generate energy for crops to grow without needing extra land space. Photovoltaic panels convert thermal energy into electricity and can be adjusted to suit the crop. It also helps protect crops from sun damage and water evaporation. Powerful Tree is looking to launch a pilot project in vineyards at the San Gabriel School of Enology in Burgos and will study the changing variables in the region, such as rainfall and solar radiation. In Manolo Lascoega, the general director of Powerful Tree, has said that fruit trees with figs and apricots could benefit from regulated sun exposure with agrovoltaic technology. Agrovoltaic projects are not new, as the Fraunhofer ISE Institute in Germany published a study two years ago about an agrovoltaic project in southern Germany, where solar panel canopies were placed above potatoes. On that note about startups, Barcelona is setting itself up as a startup paradise for international entrepreneurs and digital nomads, thanks to the Startups Act passed through the Congress of Deputies on the 3rd of November. However, it's still awaiting final approval. The new legislation aims to attract talent and investments in innovative enterprises by facilitating easier and simplified visa procedures, improving the tax system for investors, giving tax advantages, and speeding up the process for obtaining a foreign national identity number. So, great news for entrepreneurs around the world. Want to know more? Link in show notes. Great news for British citizens that live in Spain. The UK Embassy in Madrid has announced this week that negotiations between Spain and the UK over driving licenses for British citizens has had a breakthrough. Specifically, they have agreed that they will give British nationals another grace period to exchange their British licenses for Spanish ones. So, British citizens who have lived in Spain for more than six months will now have a grace period of six months to exchange their licenses. In the meantime, they can legally drive using their UK ones. However, they now need to formalize the agreement legally before it is announced on the government's official bulletin. This process may take a while as they have yet to announce how many weeks it will take. Moving on to travel news, the government has announced that going into 2023, they will also extend discounted travel to long-distance coach journeys on state-owned coach routes. Similar to the abonos for travel via specific train routes, frequent users will be able to purchase a 20 euro pass that allows them to travel as much as they like between two places. If the pass is used within the year, travelers can request the 20 euros back. Some routes included will be the links between Madrid and Segovia, Teruel and Barcelona, and Zaragoza and Castellón de la Plana. The 2022 World Cup is underway in Qatar despite the backlash. However, Messi, the former Barcelona football club player, is making waves on social media after his fourth World Cup goal for the Argentinian national team. The game, which took place on Tuesday the 22nd against Saudi Arabia, resulted in a 2-1 to Saudi and a lot of embarrassment for the Argentinian team and Messi himself as this will be his last World Cup. Speaking of the World Cup, Spain defeated Costa Rica in their opening game of this year's tournament on Wednesday the 23rd. The game resulted in a 7-0 to Spain, arguably the biggest defeat in their World Cup history. The next update is for jazz aficionados. If you fancy checking out some jazz concerts through November and December, the Madrid International Jazz Festival will take place around the capital until the 1st of December. 
This month-long festival will see the legs of Abdullah Ibrahim, a pianist and blues player from South Africa, grace the Teatro Ferran Gomez on Sunday the 27th. American jazz singer Melody Gardot will also play on Monday the 28th at the Principe Pio Theater. Also, a long-awaited project by Alex Conde and the Pardon at Teatro Pavon will bring a close to this year's festival. If jazz isn't your thing, don't worry as plenty of activities are taking place in early December. In Zaragoza, the International Comic Con Convention takes place from the 16th to the 18th of December. For some 60s nostalgia, check out the Purple Weekend Festival in León between the 8th and the 16th of December, where fans of mod culture gather together for the annual festival activities celebrating 60s music and culture. There will be concerts, DJ sessions, exhibitions, and much more. And that's it for this week. Another quick question. How are we doing on bias? Axe grinding? We try to be independent and stick to the facts and context with favor and fear of none. How are we doing? Do we seem even a teensy bit biased? Tell us at spain at Rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima.